Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Matt Madness Wrestling Podcast. I am Ron Pashery, columnist for TJRWrestling.net. Here with my good friends once again, Alo, Aaron Lloyd, Mr. Sexy Punakana from 2012 to indefinitely CK Joe Rodermill. I'll leave you alone this week. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Yeah, the, un- the reigning undisputed. The milkman. <laughs> when, when you're beautiful, it doesn't fade. No, it doesn't. It doesn't fade. You're aging like a fine wine, I will say that. I've known you for what, probably almost 30 years? Yeah. You look even better now than the first day I laid eyes on you. Yeah, yeah, he does. You're so sweet. (laughs) But we're going to start a little different tonight only because I think the biggest story in the wrestling world was the TNA Impact Wrestling final deletion. Brother Nero. The battle for the Hardy brand, the Hardy name, a lot of discussion about it in the internet wrestling community. Best ratings they've gotten since they went to Pop TV. God only knows the last time they got ratings that big. <laughs> Hopefully for them, they stay up in the aftermath. But I'll start with you, Aaron, because I know you have a vested interest in both of these guys more so than any of us. What were your feelings on the final deletion? I remember last week when I asked you, did you like it? Is it good? You couldn't give me an answer. <laughs> After I watched this, I couldn't give you an answer either because... <laughs> So confusing. Yeah, because there is a lot of detail in this. A lot of bad, a lot of good. Like, like details such as the referee driving to the <laughs> compound. And, like, what the hell? What about on? Matt always referring to him as official? Yeah. That's what I thought was great. <laughs> like, like... I liked it, just because it's different. Nowadays, wrestling fans, they take everything way too serious. It's like, have fun. It's different. And it, got, it clearly got WWE's, WWE's attention because they did the same <coughs> yeah. thing. But there was a lot... I think of, somebody on this show said that that was going to happen, right? <laughs> Someone with a, with a full, 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 full beard. Sure, you know? Yeah, like, there was a lot of detail. Like, the, like some stuff was just like obnoxious, like the whole drone coming in. and That was crazy. What about the, the hologram? Yeah, the ho- that, that, I was like, oh my God. <laughs> that point, I almost turned it off at that point. I was like, no, I can't watch. And then I just found it real funny that Jeff... Is, is chasing the drone on a dirt bike, and he almost yeah. killed himself on a dirt bike. Yeah, almost drowned himself. <laughs> so I'll actually make a point I made either last week or the week before about Lost. How my brother-in-law and I argue all the time how he says Lost is the worst show ever because he didn't like how it ended. But I say you can't take away all the enjoyment we had of it for literally six years. When the show would end and we'd be on the phone talking about it for an hour, if you can't <laughs> retroactively, talking about your, yeah, you, you can't program. Re- right, you can't retroactively. Did you see that? <laughs> you can't retroactively go back and unenjoy something you enjoyed. So maybe you can't say for sure if it was good or bad, Aaron. But you can say, did you enjoy yourself for the 17 minutes you watched it? Were you entertained? It wasn't a waste of my time. Okay, Cause, which because like which most people say like the low down low and over. <laughs> I owe him 17 minutes of his life back. Yeah. But it, it, it was different. It was fun. It was, like I said, some things were just completely obnoxious, but some things were good. A lot of detail was put into this. Like, I just find it ironic that Jeff, who's wrestling with a torn ACL, is doing a swanton out of, out of a tree. <laughs> climbing a tree. Climbing a tree with a torn ACL, doing a swanton out of a tree, then climbing the hardy symbol. Onto a ladder. On, yeah. Climbing oh. the hardy symbol and, and yeah, falling off of painful. that. It's like, I, I'm like, this guy is... Like, there's no, like, pro, pro wrestlers need more credit. 
Because this guy's wrestled with a torn ACL for months. Yeah. He's just wearing a brace. He's doing swan on the floor and stuff like that. A lot of detail. WWE played it safe because this got positive and negative reactions. So WWE played played it the safe way. But I better production value too. <laughs> yeah, that 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 too. Like the Willow thing and fighting in the lake and the fireworks just obnoxious, but <laughs> But you have to take it for what it was. It was different, and that's what it was portrayed as, something different. It was some fun to watch. Yeah. Joe, what were your thoughts on it? I was kind of on the other end of the spectrum. I was kind of one of my 17 minutes of <laughs> my life back. Um, I looked at it from an acting You said act. you only watched it because you kept seeing it on Facebook, right? Well, I did, and he was pushing it, and I was like, I have to watch it. I really do. Um, there were some entertaining elements. I'm not gonna lie. I like the wrestling aspects of it. Maybe when they're shooting. Aaron's other. a great promoter, by the way. Yeah, For anybody yeah. who doesn't know, <laughs> he's been hyping up main event for months. <laughs> Probably the only reason I ever tuned into an episode of main yeah, event is he Aaron. It so he got, well, you, yeah. got me to watch the final deletion. <laughs> yeah, with Brother Nero. <laughs> Can we delete Eric? <laughs> I won't. He's still suspended. Delete. Delete. <laughs> still suspended. But like, I wasn't totally entertained by it. Like, like the flying drones. It was like a, a cheesy sci-fi movie come to life. The acting was atrocious. It just made me want to throw up in my mouth. Like, <laughs> with my acting background, I have I have a reason to nitpick about that. A little nitpick. C- couple couple nitpicks. nitpicks. Couple nitpicks. <laughs> but I mean, some of the wrestling aspects of it were entertaining. And you know, I mean, in the one time when the it ended up being um, his uh, butler that was uh, in the, in the he thought he pinned, yeah. yeah, he thought he he thought he pinned Brother Nero, but it wasn't. Um, but like even the ending, like you talking all lost, does the ending justify? The ending was kind of atrocious too. The way he just like f- jumped off because no, it caught see, on fire. I like that because it's like Matt's life kind of flashed before his eyes, and then Rebby handed him the, the um gasoline. The, the gasoline he put. Or, it on, I'm sorry, is it like a match or yeah, whatever, match or whatever. whatever. He lit it on fire. I was like, that was kind. Of, that was great detail. His life flashing before his well, eyes. Because he said earlier on, he said she came up with the gas can, and she said, "Spread this, yeah, you know, somewhere around." And it just happened to be he knew he was in the gasoline field. By the way, Lita greater than Rebby Scott. By the way, <laughs> yeah. And I have another confession. Okay. <clears throat> Confessions of a teenage drama queen. <laughs> I watched TNA last night. Because of this. Yes. And how was that? Uh, it wasn't bad. It, the promo wasn't bad at all. Matt saying Matt kind of said that. He was going to terminate Jeff's TNA contract, and then he's trying to walk away. He's like, "No, no." Yeah, you can't go. With Nero, no, Mister. You are not going to leave TNA and go to the New York with that McMahon. <laughs> Did he see he brought up McMahon? Yeah, he said McMahon. Yeah, he brought he him mentioned, up. He mentioned New Japan. I was like, "Oh my god, this, <laughs> this is this is not that bad." I will probably watch it on demand at some point, just because I did want to see how they followed it up. So my my thoughts are, like I said, I don't know. I can't say for sure it was good. It was bad. There were parts of it that were good parts of it that were bad but I give them a lot of credit that they at least at the very least they, they captured my attention and you both know I'm not somebody who ever watched TNA it's not like I was like oh let me see what those guys are up to now I've no, never yeah. watched them and that was the first time I ever was like you know what they had Kurt Angle they had Mick Foley they had Hogan they had Flair the I only thing I ever watched on TNA was Black Machismo <laughs> and a little bit when he went on Lethal was Flair it caught Nothing my attention else. too. I mean, it, it caught a lot of a lot of a lot of attention from wrestling fans all around. Yeah, some of the stuff that was bad about it though was part of what I enjoyed, like how Matt's accent changes every every sentence. It's a different type of accent. <laughs> I don't know if he's just really bad at doing accents or if he's he's really gone that in depth with the character that it can't even keep a consistent accent. I think it was the latter. Probably. Probably just is not good at accents, but it'd be nice to think that he's that, a, that he's that deep. But yeah, I mean, it could be another layer. I think he really committed to just being an absolute maniac. I liked that there was no announcing, 
we both know WWE, a lot of times, the announcing brings the whole product down. I prayed that WWE would have any commentary <laughs> on that. And then, it's, same thing, it felt like, like Mortal Kombat, the way it started. I, I enjoyed that part, that you yeah. tell it wasn't really a match. It was a, more of a fight. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed that. Like I said, some of it didn't work. Some of the camera work made it a little bit hard to watch. Or maybe when Matt but, destroyed Jeff's yard. Yeah, well, and WWE... multiple in, uh, emblems on the front. <laughs> right. WWE, I actually, this is what my column was about this week, was I, I really think WWE has gotten to a point where that show has looked exactly the same for so long. And they're really the only game in town, and every other smaller promotion is just a a less expensive, uh, not quite as well-produced version of the same show. They're all trying to do the same thing. So I give TNA a lot of credit for taking a chance, taking a risk, doing something that they probably knew. Some people are going to hate this and make will be will look like a joke. But some people may look at it and say, oh, that was kind of fun. Because it was like you were watching a movie. And Vince McMahon has said for how long? We, we're making movies here. And TNA did just that. Also... I don't know if you, either one of you heard Billy Corgan on Vince Russo's podcast maybe three or four weeks ago. They got into this huge argument about Vince Russo is so hung up on guys like Ric Flair. You know, you believed it was a real fight. Guys like Bret Hart, you believed it was a real fight. I haven't believed it was a real fight since I was eight years old. <laughs> Bret never made me believe it was real. HBK never made me believe it was real. I was just invested because I liked what they were doing. I never would, like, would get lost like, oh, wait, this isn't a real fight. So I don't need it to. I don't need to think it's real. That's why I don't care. A lot of times, if you don't sell every little thing, sometimes things are going to happen that aren't realistic, just like in a movie. But Billy Corgan said, "I think we're at a point where people know so much about the wrestling business, you can't attract fans the same way you used to, because nobody is really buying into it. Everybody thinks they know everything." He said you either have to go even more realistic where it almost becomes the drama is what's actually going on in the business or you go further away from reality, make it more fantasy, and then people know they're watching something that's not real. And I think that was case in point. That's exactly what they did. I mean, the, that Willow ends up being Senor Benjamin. <laughs> Senor <laughs> Benjamin. It was The whole thing, I think, really went away from reality. And I think that they benefited from that. At least they have a direction now. Well, back to you were saying, bro, it, <laughs> bro, it, it, you, you cannot sell to me, bro. <laughs> that, that fat freaking Kevin Owens, bro, and that taxi driver, Sami Zayn, bro, are <laughs> really fighting. I can beat up Sami Zayn, bro. Do you like that uh, Kevin Owens actually played into that on SmackDown this week? He had a Jolly Rancher in his pocket. <laughs> he got buttered popcorn <laughs> all over Jericho's yeah. scarf. <laughs> that was so funny. He said, he was like... You know, Peg gets this clean. And he he gave him all these all these coins. He poured over the coins. Yeah, and he, like, he missed them, and then he was like, "They're telling me that it's a fight. They're telling me that there's a history there." there that... But the best part, can say what he wants. The best yeah. part of that Jericho thing with, with, with Owens was he poured all this change in his hand, and he missed some. And, and Jericho says, "That's I need not another quarter." I need, right? I, need another quarter. <laughs> I love that he would know that he needed just twenty five more cents too to get the job done. Uh, some people would say. Well, I, I, TNA, I give you credit because you got people talking about you. Got you got interest. some interest. You got at least one out of the three of us watching the show the following week. I'll probably watch it at some point before the end of the week. I, I, I read about it. I read oh, about okay. it. Okay, so there it, you so. go. Three people that have had at least some engagement post the wrote, final deletion. Wrote, I wrote about it. Whether yeah. the final deletion is a good product or a <laughs> wrote, bad product at the end of the day, they, they drew attention, and that's, that's, all, uh, that's publicity. 
no such thing as bad publicity. Exactly. That's enough, TNA. Back to the regularly scheduled programming. Yeah. <laughs> Rewind. So the Wyatts basically copied that with the New Day. I was actually disappointed. I thought they could have... I thought... Well, clearly the production value is better. Yeah, and they played a little safer. But I don't think that they did what they could have done with it and what they no. should have done with it. A lot of times you couldn't even tell what was sort of going on, who was fighting who. Um, I know there was a one spot where they threw the pickaxe in the wall. I was like, well, what happens if you just miss that by even like... <laughs> like how do you... And the idea that, that Bray really wanted to kill Woods with a pickaxe. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. Just because you're the compound, you can murder people now? <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you feel the same as me. I felt like if this is at the Wyatt compound, if there's any time the Wyatts should look completely dominant and terrifying, it should be there. And I know the thing ended with... You know the fireflies and the buzzards or whatever surrounding them, but it's not like they the the Wyatts dismantled the New Day. For, and I for, felt like for a little bit what, there, maybe in the middle they were, and then yeah, and then sort of kind New of fought back before it was. I felt like there should have been there should have been more at stake for the New Day being at the compound than what there actually was, and now it just ends up they just are going to have a six man tag at Battleground. You said right? Yep. Yep. So did WWE succeed on topping the final deletion? No, because well, they, like I said, they played it safe because the Hawk, like the Wyatt family and the New Day, they're mid card levels in WWE. The Hardys, they're on the upper level in TNA, so they have they pretty much have control of that whole situation. And then they're going to give the Wyatt family and New Day that same amount of time as the Hardys got, even though the Hardys had an extended version. The regular version was what eleven minutes. Yeah, and it was eleven, day. and the other one was almost eighteen, I think. Yeah, and then well, how the new day was, was like I knew it was I don't shorter know. than that. But Eight I knew, like, nine. Yeah, like maybe ten at most. I I I wouldn't even think it was ten minutes. But, at, mo- at most. Yeah, but yeah, no more than ten minutes. But I already knew they would play it safe because of all the reaction, the positive and negative that the that the Hardys one got. But it succeeded in what you said last week is you want the Wyatts to be scary. Because it had the flyer, it had great. The way it started with the little girl with the, with the sheet mm-hmm. mask, that was yeah, perfect. Was the way freaky. it started, it's a the movie. way it started, it was shot perfectly with, with with the screen going in and out all the time. Shot like a real horror movie. Yeah. And the one thing I think they messed up on was at the end of the, at the end of the match, well or whatever it was, fight whatever you want to call mm-hmm. it. Wood should have got abducted then and taken instead of just thrown in the car and, and bash the windows. Yeah, I thought that he was going to get taken there when they threw him in the car. Yeah. That's the kind of the way I thought it was going to play yeah, out as Yeah, well. they that's, how, that's how it should have ended. But I don't mind that because it ended with the New Day just staring at each other, and now we'll get some follow-up probably yeah. on SmackDown and Raw next week. And, and it's kind of like Woods is like explaining to Kofi, Kofi and Big E, this is what I saw in the Wyatt family. This is why I've been terrified the whole time. And now Woods and Kofi, I mean Biggie and Kofi, they see why Woods is probably afraid because yeah, they, they have to fall in line a little more. Yeah, because they were like in awe of the wife. They didn't know what to do because they were on that compound and the ending shot with the fireflies or whatever and everybody in the sheet mask overwhelmed them. Yeah, what about you? Did they top final deletion? I wouldn't say top. Did um, they equal it? I would say, I would say. I mean, it was better production, which does a lot for me. Um, I didn't expect too much out of this once I heard about it, and I guess they didn't maybe exceed my expectations, but they didn't let me down also. So, I mean, I, I guess I had low expectations to begin with, so it kind of hit the mark. Okay. I think that they, they came short of Final Deletion because... Yeah, I would say short of Final Deletion. Yeah, they they could... They're capable of doing so much more, and they just were not... We're not willing to try to do more. I think they, they could have played this, did, play this out over two shows. Too. Yeah, they like, just did the least amount they, they could do with it. And I do think 
I agree that they showed, okay, the Wyatt family is scary, like that final shot. But I just feel like they should have, like you said, they maybe should have abducted Woods. They should have, I feel like just, the New Day should have really paid a price for going there, and they really didn't. All more it is, of is a like, price. Oh, yeah, and the show was like, oh, like, like yeah, they should have. Yeah, they like should have a... paid more of a price for going there, being willing to do it, and paid off how how scared Woods was of them. But now we can move on. Some people would say yeah, the biggest story. You're kind of handcuffed by the PG aspects of it too. Yeah, not necessarily, but like I said, I think it's just because of that time restraint, and they're not going to put give give that segment all that time. That's the one thing, and they had to play it safe because they don't want all this negative reaction like the Hardys got. The Hardys got like a 50-50 reaction on it. A lot of people, you hate it? I liked it. It can go back and forth. Yeah. Some people would say Brock Lesnar was the biggest story in wrestling this past week. Congratulations, Brock, on winning at UFC 200. Tearing it down. The beast. It was not the most exciting fight I've ever seen. I don't know if either of you watched it. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. Yeah, it was just uh, wrestling, basically. He just <laughs> kind of took him down and stayed on top of him for three rounds. That's a scary thing. It is. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Mark Hunt, I'm sure, did not enjoy it. Yeah. I didn't think it was it was even his, even close to his most entertaining fight. But the guy didn't fight in five years. He fought a legitimate guy who's been knocking everybody out. So I give Brock credit for going in there. Yeah, doing that. And it's good for WWE now. Now they have a guy who just won a UFC fight they can promote at SummerSlam. I think a couple more weeks of jiu-jitsu, you'd be ready to challenge <laughs> We'll this see. This is my thoughts. I, I, may be, I may be calling out the Beast Incarnate. <laughs> Throw your hat in the ring. Yeah, I may, I may drop my feud with Austin Aries and turn my focus <laughs> to Brock Lesnar at some point. What do you think about him going up against Randy Orton at SummerSlam? Did that do anything for you or no? Uh, I like it because I'm a Randy Orton fan, but I think there needs to be more build up to it there needs to be more it just seems like a name thrown out there I think there needs more I, I agree with that what about you this is five years too late <laughs> <laughs> because like Randy Orton he he hasn't done anything for me in a long time like he's not effective on the mic he hasn't been on TV in a while no I'm saying I, but I said this would have been attract, attractive five years ago when Randy Orton was actually something even since 2013 he hasn't been anything well 2014 he hasn't really been anything he just wa- wandered around doing nothing and to the point of Randy Orton I didn't like the dirt like I don't I like that as Randy Orton because we haven't seen it, it except for a throwaway match 14 years ago on Smackdown or whatever it was it, it the 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 names mix, but currently it doesn't go it doesn't go well together to me. I, I originally thought that he would have fought Rusev because Rusev has been built up too. And then my other person I thought he would fight if it wasn't Orion or Rusev was Chris Jericho, because with like let's say if Lesnar lost at UFC, Jericho can, can cut he can cut promos on it even if Lesnar isn't there for the whole match. Jericho can cut, Jericho can cut promos. Randy Orton gonna cut promos too even with the win. Yeah, I know what I'm saying. No, no matter what, you know Brock wasn't going to be there, but Jericho would have been there and to cut yeah, promos yeah. and get heat. Get, get get some heat behind the yeah, match. But, yeah, but, match. yeah, we got, we're going to get Orton at the, on the highlight reel at Battleground, but it's like I don't think Randy Orton's that effective on the mic anymore at all, and I don't know what kind of heat we're going to get to this. Do you think Brock ends up there that night or no? Not that Battleground. night. I don't think so. Not that night. Brock Lesnar does what Brock Lesnar wants. He does. He said that. He I, made it made it a point to tell everybody that. I feel like you'll have Randy Orton talking a lot of crap, and then maybe you'll see um, Lesnar appear in one of those uh, shows, maybe a role. What about Heyman? I'm Heyman? sure you'll see Heyman during the build-up, but my thing was, like, what's Orton going to say? Because Orton's not that entertaining. Like he, He'll get a pop. Well, and know? there's no natural reason for it, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, that's they the thing. Kind of they need, they need more of no. a build. More heat. 
But they needed something for Lesnar to do, I guess. Yeah. I guess they need to find something for Orton to do. Yeah, and an ultimate publicity stunt would be because you already know Lesnar's going to want to go back. So what if they offer him a UFC title shot? <laughs> Have him win the UFC. T- if, if he wins the UFC title... Go back to WWE, and they could easily have him win the WWE title. Yeah. And he could walk around with both belts. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be ridiculous. I doubt they'll do that, but it'd just be a, a huge publicity stunt. Yeah, I don't think they will either, especially because I don't think Brock, I don't think he has any chance to be the UFC champion. Well, point. it's not even that. It's just the fact, it's just it's a th- crazy thought for publicity. Unless reasons. it's a work, like Taz yeah, said. It's a work! <laughs> but um, I don't think WWE would be interested in him fighting constantly in, in the UFC. No. Nah. Because they already, because they they're old, basically older favor, and their favor is probably gonna be Ronda Rousey, eventually at WrestleMania. So, that's how I feel about that. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I feel about that. Yeah, I don't think. Uh, I don't know. I'm not really all that excited for that match. I really. Like I said they kind of They need to build more heat. They need to put something behind it. Yeah, because Randy Orton's been boring for years now. Well, I, yeah. I disagree there. I don't think he's been boring, but the, he hasn't even been on TV. There's no reason yeah, but to get behind he, him. I can't remember. I, nothing. Randy Orton hasn't done anything good. Like The last big thing he did was beat Rollins at WrestleMania 31, with a, which was maybe the best RKO I've ever seen. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, the RKO is over, but like, <laughs> hit, like just, just him in general on the mic, yeah. I don't think he's done anything relevant in a long time. Got time to t- time time to tell time time to sell himself. Yeah, before we get into Raw, last thing: the uh, cruiserweight classic starts tonight. While we're recording, we'll discuss it, I guess, on the show next week. Sure. Did you by any chance watch the bracketology show? I didn't watch the no? whole thing. I caught most of it. Though. Okay, so I did. I have a problem with WWE as they're they're an entertainment company now. They're not. They're not just about Raw. They're not just about SmackDown. They're not just about pay-per-views. They're about doing a lot of different yeah, things. shows and programs yeah. and the whole kick the noodle. Mm-hmm, I think this Cruiserweight Classic thing is great because it's bringing you, one, a bunch of guys most of us never heard of. Or never see. Even if we have heard of them, probably haven't seen I'd them. I had to look up a lot, bunch of people just to... Yeah, they're guys from all over the world. So you're getting people from all different cultures, all different backgrounds, all different styles. One of the things they, they really made a point of on the Bracketology show was, what do you think about when you hear the word cruiserweight? And everybody's first response is like, oh, well, you think about like guys doing flips and high-flying Yeah, Daniel Bryan was putting that over. And really, it's just about your weight. You're not a bigger guy. You can do any style, and Triple H did the same thing. We, we made a point to get guys with different styles. Some are technical, some are high-flyers, some are submission artists, some are, you know, there's all different styles that they have. Daniel Bryan made a point of, like, we'll see somebody from Chile. Who even knows what they're doing down in Chile in wrestling? Like, I I think that's awesome that they're going to get all these different cultures and backgrounds represented, different styles represented. All these guys get the biggest platform they've ever had in their yeah, lives. Yeah, the, the careers are just... Like, these matches are on turn. tonight. Some of these guys might be... More people are going to see them wrestle tonight than have seen them their whole careers combined. Yeah, somebody <laughs> on his, on, somebody in his bracket debuted on NXT tonight for the tapings. Oh, really? Yeah. And there was the uh, other guy who hasn't had a, a long wrestling history size, which I was kind of oh, yeah. glanced at the Cruiserweight Classic while we were setting up tonight, yeah. watching a little bit of the matches. And it, was, yeah. it was entertaining. Mm-hmm. So. Kota Ibushi made his NXT debut for the tapings. Did he really? Yeah. So one of the things I liked about the bracketology thing is... They did background on each of these guys. That was kind great. Of a, a little bit I wish, of I wish it did that with a lot of people. Yeah. They told you where they're from, a little bit about what their history is. A guy like Rich Swan, which I didn't yeah, know. Yeah, I didn't know that either. His parents both died when he was a teenager. He says basically wrestling saved his life. 
And we talk about it all the time, how much we enjoy wrestling, how much credit should go to these guys for, you know, what they put themselves through to entertain us. Not to mention just wrestling as just a thing that's out there, that it could have that much of an impact on somebody's life. Yeah. What was the guy, T.J. Stryker maybe his name was? T.J. Perkins. The Philipp- T.J. Perkins, that's right. Said, I think he said he's from the Philippines. Yeah, he was homeless, right? Yeah, and he said there's not a lot of, you know, Filipino stars. We just don't have a lot of people that we can look up to. And this is a guy now that a whole nation will have somebody to watch. That it's like, oh yeah, that's somebody who shares my heritage. Like, it's just things you don't get to see a lot. I do like, though, that the whole thing with the Cruiserweight Classic Bracketology, they're talking about some of the strategies, some of the styles going up against each other. It just adds another layer to everything. It gives something for Daniel Bryan to do, which he seems to be yeah. really good at, yeah, which I was happy about. He's really into this. And apparently on the draft, they're going to be doing live draft coverage on the WWE Network. They are! The yeah. Good. I, that was in my notes to yell about. <laughs> yeah, I saw I'll that today. Later. <laughs> I saw that today, but I think for anything negative you want to say about WWE, what they do, what they don't do, stuff like this, they're doing right. And a whole segment of their fan base that's turned off by everything they do is going to love this. Yeah, and, they so, have their, and they're promoting every con- all, all the country, different mm-hmm. countries in that Cruiserweight tournament. Yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. It's going to be great. So now moving on to Raw, unless there was anything else you wanted to add nope. about it. Okay. Not yet. Main event at Battleground is still Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins challenging Dean Ambrose for the WWE Championship. And they no continue longer the world to bury heavy. Roman Reigns. Excellent. Yeah. Do, do you think this, this clearly is not going to help Roman Reigns in any way, right? <laughs> I think that's what they hope is that they build some sympathy for him. That's what they're trying. Is anybody going to feel bad for Roman Reigns <laughs> when he comes no. back? No. Not at all. I, yeah, that's why I don't even know why they're they're bothering. You're just gonna garner more booze. It's 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 making Seth Rollins funnier. Yeah, more entertaining. Yeah, we got the first ever Rollins report, <laughs> where he said he had some great footage that everyone needed to see. I need more of those. <laughs> some good editing. Where yeah, he clipped together a bunch of clearly t- different interviews together with yeah. Roman answering the wrong question. Did you see the world title in the background? Yeah. Everyone? <laughs> <laughs> He's going from like a regular shirt. Yeah. To a <laughs> Yeah, it was hilarious. It was funny, and I loved the part when I don't remember what Reigns's particular response was to the question, like, but, but whatever it was, it was basically he's not sorry about what he did. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then at one point, Seth is like, "Well, if that's how you feel, oh, so brazen." <laughs> <laughs> I loved that whole thing. Um, I also liked Seth bringing up like that. I was almost the host of the Daily Show. I almost replaced John Stewart because <laughs> he did say that back then. But obviously, nobody's even thought about that in months and months. So I love that he brought that yeah, back he, up. That I was I was this close to replacing John Stewart. <laughs> and even I think in the promo when he came out, I came, Anderson. I have such a great scoop. Anderson Cooper, sit down. You know, John Stewart, stay retired. He mentioned some other journalist. I can't remember. Go take a nap because I have the biggest scoop. Obviously, Ambrose comes out, says it's good that you stopped being such a wet blanket and decided to have a little bit of fun. And I thought both of them cut incredibly great promos. Excellent promos. It gave gave a lot lot of heat between those two. Yeah. Which kind of takes a little more away from the triple threat, too, because now you just want to see these two guys Mm -hmm. go toe-to-toe. You can go to Joey first, because I'm going to dissect this. Okay. (laughs) You're going to dissect it. Well, I thought of you during one point, during Ambrose's promo, because you've been upset that he has been just silly and goofy. And this was not a silly and goofy Dean Ambrose last night. Nah. But Joe, yeah, so what are, what are your thoughts on the interaction they had? And it, it ultimately 
results in them having a one-on-one match on Raw next week. I think it's great. I mean, the interaction between them was awesome. Uh, uh, Seth Rollins talking about how you stole it from me. You didn't win this. You didn't beat me. You can't beat me. This whole triple threat is another way for you to not get the title without beating me. Right. And then, you know, in retrospect, too, I mean, you have um, Ambrose coming back saying, you know, I've been through a lot of blood, piles of blood, crap to get this title. What do you think I'm going to do to keep it? Yeah, that was a great line. It's a great line. It was great. I, it was great sh- work from both these guys, and it gave a lot to this the, this title match. All right. Well, um, this was one of the best promos of the year, no <laughs> doubt. S- Seth just going, just with the the, the, the Rawls report was it was so good. <laughs> Shade the Rock Hurt Angle, No Mercy 2000, <laughs> which the Throwback Madness nominee. <laughs> <laughs> Don't die on me, Joey. I'm not. I'm trying. All right. <laughs> but but this like this this promo was fantastic. <laughs> Good? I'm, I'm good. Okay. <laughs> All right, this promo was fantastic. I love how Seth just continues to lobby to get Roman out this match. He's doing it. He's done it every week. He's done a great job job, job about with it. And then he cut a great promo on Ambrose. And then Ambrose comes out and just starts shooting on Seth and just talking about how I des- he talking about how he deserves to be the champion. I'm always here. I'm the cockroach that never goes away. I've been here every week. I'm not off. Doing movies, I'm I'm, I'm here every trying sp- out for another sport. Yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm here sports. every week. Kind of a dig at Lesnar. Uh-huh. That's a champion promo. That's how Dean. That's <clears throat> that's why we, we how people fell in love with Dean Ambrose and the Shield. Yeah, because he was really the only one that talked. And he had an edge. That was the edge that we've been asking for for so long. Another thing is, I liked how he was so. Like he's he's showing he's a fighting champion. And he doesn't care. He'll fight anybody. I'll fight anytime. you no matter what. Yeah, yeah. so he's gonna fight Seth on Raw. And I'm gonna get to this. I'm gonna get to this right now. I don't want. I'm, I'm not sure if you want to have anything else about this, but I'm gonna jump jump ahead of this. With that match on Raw, I think Seth wins because this. They is, keep mentioning who will be the champion. Is that why you're saying? No, that? No, it's not even that because this is kind of the reason I think they're doing this is because these two are gonna be separate separate shows. Mm. So this is the last time we're gonna see this match, and depend. We're not. We're not. Sure, we didn't get introduced to another championship yet. But the thing is with this is, if you have Seth win. Then Dean technically gets his rematch on Sunday, because it's almost sure. I'm 99.9 percent sure that Roman Reigns come back to babyface, and if Dean with the title, if Dean retains the title, what do you do at SummerSlam? What's Seth gonna do at SummerSlam? Yeah. So this is why I think Seth wins the title on Raw, and then on Battlegrounds, Dean technically Dean Ambrose's rematch, and he goes to wherever he's gonna go, and then that, and that, then that show moves on whatever they, with their world title. I think that's a good way to think about it. I was just thinking about they kept making the point of, Who's well, now we don't even know who will be the champion in that match. And I was like, well, they're, are they setting us up for for Seth to win? I yeah. think it would be cool if Seth does win. Yeah, because like... Because he could still hold that over Dean's head. He has that to hold over both of their heads now. They yeah, one beat him. Yeah, and like, it could end in DQ, but I don't think it would end, wouldn't end in DQ because Roman, he's, he'll, he's still, his suspension is still there. Yeah. So there can't be any interference from him. So I think this match is going to end clean. I think Seth wins because that's how you get. Because that's a there's no reason to throw this match for the world title on the go home show. Because so basically, I think they're promoting that this is the last match you're going to get between these two guys, and then one's going to go to another show. That is an interesting way to look at it, and I guess there's a lot of stuff that's going to be kind of crazy. Yeah, yeah, because stuff up in the air because you don't yeah. know what's going to yeah, be. Yeah, we what. have no clue. Yeah, because <laughs> if you actually sit down and think, think about who's going to be in the WWE Championship match of SummerSlam: Brock's facing Randy, and then who else you have? You have a lot of options. And then with Seth getting all this heat on Roman, 
trying to build sympathy for this guy. Seth's got so much hit against Roman. They, these two are going to have a match. So your prediction is Seth Rollins walks I think Seth out of wins Raw the title on Raw. The WWE, put, put, not the WWE we'll put a friendly five on it? Yeah. Huh? We'll put a friendly five on it? Yeah. All right, friendly five. All right, first ever bet on the show. All right, well, now we have some rooting interest. <laughs> we'll cover, we'll cover <laughs> that next week. <laughs> uh, moving on now to the women. The boss is clearly back. She's gunning for not only Charlotte's championship, but also Dana Brooke. She called out Dana on SmackDown this past week. They had their match. I love that Sasha told Renee Young, I don't get mad, I get real. <laughs> Though there was a great interview she did with Renee. Good match she had with Dana. Not her best match, but that's not really Sasha's fault. No. It's old Dana. <laughs> but she's getting put over finally as the boss that she is supposed to be. I even liked Charlotte's promo after the match, saying anybody could get lucky once. So why, why don't you have a match with her again on SmackDown and see if you really deserve a shot at my title shot? Well, you'll like you'll like this spoiler I'm about to give you. Okay. Oh damn! Charlotte did it. Sasha beats Dana on SmackDown. Okay. And Charlotte did it again. Really? On SmackDown, saying, "Oh, you beat Dana, but you can't beat me and Dana." So, Teddy Long, come in. So at Battleground, <laughs> <laughs> at Battleground. It's going to be a tag team match. Really? Hmm. It's going to be Dana, Sa- Charlotte and Dana against Sasha and a partner of her choosing. Hmm. Who's she going to choose? I think we all want some Bailey. I think we're going to get some <laughs> Bailey? Nikki Bella mm, isn't clear I yet. I want some Bailey. She's the only person that, that makes sense as somebody who watches wrestling. But you but can see Paige. That doesn't mean that's what they're... That pa- never really informs the decisions they make. You can see Paige, too, because they were, they were kind of... I wouldn't hate it if it was Paige. They were kind of working would, together we, last I week. I would. We just saw it. You're I know. right. We did. That's the only reason it might be, though, is because that's what they've already done. I buddy. just hate the idea that she's in a tag match. How do you think yeah. I feel? <laughs> well, they're going to hold that title match for SummerSlam. You know that. I just would have There's rather no seen it there. be a one-on-one and then... But it's, it's a great heel thing. What the, oh, yeah. it's a great te- it's a way classic to, heel. It's a way to avoid a match you don't want. Yeah. It is, but it's it's two months in a row now that that title's not defended at a you, pay-per-view. But you know it's not going to title match is not going to happen on SummerSlam. You know that. I thought a title match would happen and then she would get screwed somehow just like she did at WrestleMania. And then I thought the SummerSlam match might have some type of stipulation preventing that. But at least she's on the pay-per-view. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> which is a step and up. She's getting pushed. Plans. She's getting pushed the yeah. way you'd like yeah. to get pushed. She's exactly. being the boss. <laughs> yeah. So I'm not going to complain too much. I have a couple, just a couple nitpicks. Couple, couple nitpicks. <laughs> I have a couple nitpicks too. All right. So we think obviously Sasha and her partner will win at Battleground. I guess it doesn't even really matter, but I believe so. Yeah, it, it really doesn't matter. It's so we got either way what, it goes. Two, it doesn't really affect things. Two more shows. Uh, three more shows before. Battleground because it's yeah one more SmackDown one more Raw one more SmackDown mm-hmm. and then what f- five six weeks till SummerSlam five weeks I guess probably till SummerSlam. four or five yeah yeah probably I'd say five. it's the twenty first yeah I guess they could keep this story going a little I guess they had her off TV for so long there's nothing wrong with building it for seven eight weeks before she wins it yeah we don't even know how the women women going to work because we don't know anything yet but yeah, the draft. we don't know where yeah who's gonna go where or yeah what. hopefully hopefully we know when we're on the show next week I'll, I'll yell about that later <laughs> is that gonna be two gonna be two women's titles too I I don't I don't believe that's Joey the case. don't don't wish that upon me yeah I hope we don't <laughs> I I'm just saying I don't know how that's gonna work I don't know I'm in they the they can't as book you guys. one women's title I know. <laughs> That, that'd be atrocious. <laughs> Only other thing I have about the women, Natty attacked Becky on SmackDown, preventing her from getting in a match. 
So that's still a thing. Yeah, that's <laughs> still guess. something. Guess what they wore this week? Where? Main event. Oh, yeah? So what happened on main event? N- Becky had a match. She was on commentary. Oh, okay. Now he was on commentary. So did you watch it or no? No, not yet. Okay. <laughs> you just know what happened. He just knows yeah. it there. All right. This one fell to third place on my list in the rankings only because not a whole lot happened. AJ, Gallows, and Anderson with their feud against Cena and Enzo and Cass. On SmackDown, AJ won a match against... Oh, who he went up against Enzo one-on-one. Yeah. Enzo got caught on the rope trying to dive over, which... Second time he's had a mishap with the ropes <laughs> in a couple he's months. Stay away from those ropes. Yeah, I feel like they shouldn't let him near the ropes anymore. You gotta do some rope work. Gotta go back to the back to basics. Yeah, I don't know. I I saw that and I was like, oh my god, he's about to break his neck. <laughs> so I, a little bit dangerous. I liked though that Enzo and Cass said what we're doing basically it's not about Cena, it's about the club. Like we're just trying to keep yeah. you guys from. Like they basically said, you're starting with John Cena. We're like, where's it gonna end? About us. So eventually you'll get to us. Eventually so we're just come trying to, us. to We're just trying and to I, I like EJ, AJ's rebuttal, too. It's like, all right, you guys, I'm giving you one chance to back out of this. You're with Cena now, but afterwards, he's going to forget about you. Yeah, he doesn't care about He doesn't you. care about you. Where's he at now? He's off doing the ESPYs. He's leaving you here. They did a parody of Allen Iverson's practice press yeah. conference. <laughs> I don't know how you felt I'm about sure, that. I'm sure you were entertained by that. I was. Do, are, have you, has the uh, beat-up John Cena grown on you yet? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I knew it's, it was only matter. There. Knew it was only a matter of time. I knew that was right, uh, right in your wheelhouse. So I was glad that they kept that going, and I hope that they they keep it going for a while. Although they, who knows? I guess they're going to be on the same show, right? But Cena I mean, and AJ, I believe so. That? I believe well, either so. way, I think you're going to see that match at SummerSlam. Cena AJ, regardless of what happens draft wise. Yeah. Well, Cena comes out after the the tag match last night. I was in shock. So was I. He doesn't help anybody. <laughs> I know. And he came out of nowhere, well, I guess, because they kept typing that he wasn't there. Yeah, he wasn't there. And... But it was it was kind of true because he was supposed to do the ESPYs. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he was at practice. He was at yeah. today. <laughs> um, the lost my train of thought. Oh, the, my favorite thing maybe from that whole story was they showed a tweet from John Cena where he thanked the ESPY writers. <laughs> he said, "Great, creative, and hilarious." <laughs> My guess is, is this the first group of writers he's worked with that are great, creative, and hilarious? Oh, because oh, yeah, that's kind of that was the first thing I thought of. Is he must not be used to writing with working with writers who know what they're doing. Yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> he probably doesn't work with writers at all in WWE anymore. He just does his own thing. Yeah, I thought that was funny though. I was like, oh, good, good spot to get yeah, a WWE writer joke out. in there. <laughs> WWE creative in there. So I was surprised by Cena too. I feel like. I feel like the club has to win this match, though. And I feel like they're not going to. I feel like they, yeah, they definitely <clears throat> have more to lose by not winning. Well, it's well. I, I enjoyed the club. Like they're looking, they look way more comfortable comfortable right now than they did before. They look, they're having a good time. Even with with Renee, they, they look comfortable. They were having they were being themselves. They were having fun. They, I, I love them talking about how talking about John Cena isn't here and stuff yeah. like that. But they've they've been booked they've been booked better they've been looking like a dominant force they look like a legit group even even the, just a shot where they were all three staring over Enzo on Raw and Enzo was just like okay I got to take on all three of these guys they, they they just look dominant taking out throwing cats over the barricade and stuff like that they look like a dominant team they haven't announced that SmackDown match yet I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's gonna be a dark match or it's gonna actually be on the show oh the one you mentioned last yeah week? with Cena and AJ going one on one. 
that match will predict the outcome of the six-man tag because the club has to win because they've done a good job for two weeks building the club up. They've done a, they've done a great job great doing job. that. Great yeah. job doing that for two weeks. They've been entertaining and good. Yeah, and like the club is actually a group. Cena, Enzo, and Cass are not a group. No. And then at the, when you look at it, Enzo could be there to take the pinfall because you know John Cena ain't taking the pinfall. Yeah. <laughs> so I just yeah I feel like they they need to win and I feel like because it's Cena they won't win. Yeah. But I, it just makes. That was the same thing we were saying the first AJ Styles match too that they found a way to kind of get around that. Yeah, a loss won't hurt Enzo and Cass. And Cena, it won't hurt him, but like I said, but it all depends on that SmackDown match if it's on TV, and I think Cena has to win that, and then the club goes over at Battleground. Yeah, plus like you said, they just won't have Cena take the pin, so it's not going to be. Yeah, Cena that's what losing. Enzo's for, because Big Cass isn't going to pin. That's true. Well, that's why I was thinking that. I was like, <laughs> yeah. those are two guys. That Enzo's going to Enzo's going to end up getting stuck in the ropes, then going to take the pin. <laughs> Enzo's Nathan and now. Enzo's the, a good callback. Enzo's the Jeff Hardy of this team. <laughs> So you just call. So I'm so glad you're not 12, 13 years old right now because you would not like Enzo at all. No. Do you think you'd like Jeff? You'd like Jeff Hardy more now if you're watching it at this age. Um. Well, I don't. I never said I didn't like Jeff Hardy. I just said he would piss me off when he won tag titles. Like at Survivor Series one, you should see my face. He missed that swanton at the table. You like, didn't look oh, like dear. the guy after the Undertaker lost, did you? Huh? You didn't look like the guy in the crowd after the Undertaker lost to Lesnar. I did. did you? <laughs> I gotta get. I gotta dig up a picture of that somewhere. <laughs> I was so mad. <laughs> so, Miz is back, still defending the. Well, still has the Intercontinental Championship. We had a battle royal to determine the number one contender. If you want to call it that. Yeah. There were like what three or four tag teams in there. Yeah. It's kind of weak. I saw. So I saw who was in the ring. Apollo gets the only entrance. So I thought, okay, maybe Apollo wins. Apollo, maybe so, Corbin, because they. I thought maybe Del Rio, in. and I thought maybe Corbin or Darren Young. Those were the four that I thought had a chance. Well, my thing was, I don't know if you follow WWE on Snapchat. Mm-mm. No. But Miz and Darren Young were working matches on house shows over the weekend, so I was like, okay, who's in? The, I'm doing my heel face ratio. <laughs> I'm like, okay, Darren Young was working Miz during the weekend. Darren Young win this match somehow, some way. I just thought he hasn't done anything no, but yeah, those stupid vignettes. He hasn't been on TV, he hasn't wrestled. Why can't we get I mean, vignettes for a, a new up-and-coming guy <laughs> that hasn't debuted yet? We can't get those, but we can get these stupid Bob Backlund, Darren Young. <laughs> I gotta admit, some of those I enjoy. See, I hate them all. I just think it's so dumb. It's dumb, but... There's a reason why I have never brought it up on the show. <laughs> no, but... You're trying to avoid it, like, like uh, the like, plague. Yeah. I just love Bob Backlund just yelling at Derek. I find some of it entertaining. So I don't he, care about it, but I just think it's So this, this is your funny. brand of silliness. Yes. <laughs> it's your type of love. I guess we're all entitled to, like, something silly yeah. here and there. This I I just hate it. So like, much. him just yelling at Darren Young when he says something just kills me. Yeah, I, it just hasn't hasn't uh, hasn't done it for me. But, but I felt like he was going to win just for that reason. Yeah, because like, come on, you, come on, you have the Usos in there, the Dudleys. Like, you have he two was the last person there. I thought was going to win. Just, really? Like I said, because he hasn't been on TV. And yeah, but the Bob Backlund thing. Okay, I don't know. It, it's entertaining. I could, I could. I did that. like seeing Bob Backlund pick him up after the match. <laughs> yeah, Bob Backlund, man, he just picked him up like it was like nothing. That guy, that guy's got some strength yeah. behind him. But if, if there's one person that can make people care about Darren Young, it's Bob the Miz. Backlund. It's the Miz. Yeah. 
I know there's somebody who's suspended from the show right now who would not like hearing you say that. <laughs> he may be back next week. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. He's appealing. He's yeah. appealing. He's appealing. Yeah. The the the, the, the facts yeah. are the facts. He he tested positive, and that that's just that's embarrassing. It's embarrassing for the show. It's embarrassing for everything. Yeah. Nobody we put knows. a lot of hard work, and we don't need to have this crap behind the scenes. It's just we don't have to. You don't. You're not gonna have a scoop next week, are you? I might. I might have a report. I might have a report. So Darren Young now has a match with The Miz at Battleground. Okay. I, yeah. I mean, can you really get behind Black John Cena like that? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I guess that's really all we need to say about that. Anybody else have anything to add about Darren Young or Bob Backlund or nope. The Miz? U.S. title, Rusev and Zack Ryder. I have okay. something to say. Zack Ryder is turned to my Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to try real hard. Like, I watched SmackDown. I'm trying to get in the habit of watching SmackDown. So I watched this past Thursday. I just found it so funny that he just went back in time and said, I'm going to regain my U.S. title. That was five years ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it was yesterday. He's talking yeah, yeah. About. he's an Intercontinental title, okay. But, like, dude, that was five years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, it's long been yeah. since time that you, you're referred to as, like, you know, you were, like, a recent yeah. U.S. champion. And then, I mean, it's just confusing because they're trying to push him... To be like, I guess, an opposition to Rusev, and then they have him lose to Sheamus. Well, that was the story because he got attacked before the match. That was the story, so he was already going to that match, to quote unquote, hurt. But he he's grown on me, but he's still my Dolph Ziggler. That's how I feel about him. Yeah, he's so he started really when I was not watching. I didn't like so him. So I came back to you never saw him, then I saw him with Mojo Raleigh on NXT, NXT, and I was like Zack Ryder, whatever. And actually, a friend of the show, Joe Lafferty, was like, I actually like Zack Ryder. He's a good wrestler. Like, huh. I was like, well, if he likes him, There's gotta be maybe I should there. pay a little bit of attention. Yeah, you, you listen to a guy who hates Ken. Enzo Moray and Triple H. And The Rock. Yeah, but it made me pause a little and say, okay, let me pay some attention to the guy. And he he, he can work. I mean, he does a lot of good stuff in the ring. He can talk. So, it's like, yeah, why hasn't the guy gotten more of an opportunity? Because he can do the things you need him to do. I think do. he needs a better gimmick. I mean, I like his new he's music. stuck there. I mean, he's, <laughs> yeah, he's stuck there in, like, mid-card. Well, at least he's got on the show. Yeah, he's, he's got a lot more time on the show. And not been on Superstars. Well, yeah, he won the uh, elimination match for Team USA. He had the win <laughs> over Sheamus. He now gets a U.S. title shot. Any chance Ryback, or, uh, Ryback, any chance Ryder is the, uh, the one who unseats Rusev as the U.S. champion? Slim to none. You know that you know he had that ninety nine point nine percent. I have that point one percent that Zack Ryder wins the title. Well, the last time somebody picked Zack Ryder in the show, yeah. he won the Intercontinental <laughs> title. Right that was in February. I made the call. So I totally forgot about that. There's a slight chance. That's the first thing I think of. The milkman made the call. <laughs> the milkman. I, I don't want to di- completely disrupt and stop the show, but after the show, I do need to know why you've been calling him the milkman, because it's not the first time tonight. Oh, he's milking the Punta Cana experience. Oh, okay, okay, <laughs> makes sense. Thank you. Yeah, oh, yeah. All right. I, I can milk anything. <laughs> <laughs> KO and Sami Zayn. I almost feel like this feud has t- been on the like real, on the back burner. It has. I, I just like this is not just my perception because I know sometimes I perceive things yeah, there, very there differently. Was, this did nothing. They they make Sami Zayn look horrible and Kevin Owens just so good. <laughs> this is unsafe work unsafe environment. Unsafe work environment. <laughs> the I love commentary. That. Sucking up to Stephanie. <laughs> All the stuff I love, but they did nothing to this build this up. Yeah, Sami gets escorted from commentary. 
Owens beats Cesaro. Sammy comes Solid back. match, too. Attacks him. It ends with the Cesaro swing on Owens, right? Yeah. But, yeah, this, I guess how much further can you really push their story for? Yeah, they've had it pushed so, so often. I mean, they already got the heat and everything like that. I just feel like as much as everybody loves these two guys, loves seeing these guys work together, it's a shame that they're getting pushed so far down in the pecking order of what's important. But in all likelihood, they're going to be on different shows. So I don't see, I guess this really is just their send-off. So like, well, we might as well just do it one last time. Yeah, put it together. Who do you think wins? Who? They're one and one now. I mean, this I doesn't have to be an official prediction. That'll be next week. I don't know. Sami Zayn needs it. I say Kevin Owens. Well, Kevin Owens could recover easier. He can. That's I'm not saying who needs it more. You saying who who I think wins? I, I, I think, think Sami Zayn, Zayn sure win because he needs it more. That's not always how it works, though. I, I know. <laughs> yeah. I so on our episode of Matt Madness Unsanctioned, shout out to Derek McCauley. He said his favorite wrestler right now is Sami Zayn. He said what he loves about Sami is they make you think for so long, like that he just he's never going to get over the hump and win which makes it that much more enjoyable when he does get over the hump and win. If they're not going to be wrestling each other for a while, I think it only makes sense to give Sammy that win in their in their send-off. He's the baby face. He's a crowd favorite. I know the crowd loves both guys. but that cabbie? Yeah, I think Sammy deserves the win in this last one. So that's where I am for now. When we make the official predictions next week, I may change my mind. And I have a hard time ever do, picking against do a little Kevin research, Owens. But do a little yeah, research. Yeah, i got to think about get it a little it, more. Get into it. Dig deep. Yeah, so the last point of Raw I want to get to is we have at least a little bit of clarity, the, the least possible amount of clarity on the new brand split. Vince, the chairman of the board, shows up last night. He brings Stephanie and Shane out to the ring for his announcement of who is going to run SmackDown Live. He makes them both lobby for it. So before I get into that, I mentioned earlier how a lot of Often, I'm disappointed in WWE for their lack of creativity, their lack of, or their their reluctance to do anything different from just what they normally do. It's like, oh, the show looks like this. Guy comes out to start the show, does a promo. goes Another guy comes out and interrupts it. Another guy might come out and interrupt it. Then we announce a match later that night. Then a throwaway match gets thrown in in the next segment, and that goes for two segments. They're stuck in this pattern of this is how we do things, that's how we'll always do things. My hope with SmackDown was Raw will be what Raw is. SmackDown can get the opportunity to be something different. Maybe it could be a show more for the wrestling purist. Maybe, you know, something different we haven't even thought of is what it could be. I just don't want it to be a two-hour version of Raw, just with a different cast of characters. So I started thinking, I don't know if you guys noticed, and maybe I hadn't noticed it before, the last two weeks they opened SmackDown with quick little promos from a variety of different guys. I don't think they had normally been doing that. No, not normally. I don't ever remember Sometime, it. not all the time. But the last two weeks they did it, and I started thinking, huh, maybe SmackDown's going to be kind of the old school wrestling show, where they do old school wrestling things, not world wrestling entertainment things. And then it turns out that Shane is now running SmackDown. Stephanie's running Raw. Vince wants him to compete. Break the law, damn it. <laughs> you know, just don't get caught. Like that's, he wants him to compete with each other. He wants him to fight with each other. You're not my children. Yeah, I don't, I don't want this to end up being 
just another story where it's the McMahons against each other. Yeah, I, I want know. it to be where SmackDown is its own thing. I don't want it to be where its own commodity. It's part of the show, which shows getting better ratings. Or with, uh, I don't need Vince Russo should have no influence on anything. <laughs> please, and to me, please, he's, he's the only God, one who Vince cares Russo. about. He ratings. has a lot of influence on Throwback Madness. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I guess he does. That writing went a lot into my reading. <laughs> but so how, how do you, how do you feel about this? Is the split? You know, Shane I think thought he was going to get to control SmackDown and still control Raw. He gets one. I mean, Steph I, gets the other. I don't mind it yet, but I've kind of the same feeling as you do. I want to see it, you know, be about ratings and kind of throwing the same product there with the different names. Um, I think it's great with the split that we're going to see, you know, different kind of people holding titles, different people getting pushes. Um, we're kind of seeing that now with Zack Ryder and um, Darren Young. So I'm kind of intrigued by in that aspect. But again, I don't want to see it all be about the McMahons, the man competing against each other all the time. See more about wrestling, more about great storylines. That's what I hope for, too. How about you? How do you feel about this being the end result? Okay. The, dra- the brass hasn't even started yet. It makes no sense already. <laughs> they announced this in May. The, you couldn't tell me Shane's on Run Raw and then Steph, Shane's on Shane's on Run SmackDown. Stephanie's on Run Raw in May. You wait, and then build from there. And, exactly. We still know nothing. They're gonna probably tell us everything Monday, but we still know nothing. You wasted all that time, and you could have did, built through all this throughout the the <coughs> two months, and like. And then having the fact that they're the commissioner and then you have to have a GM. Yeah. It's like they're McMahons. They're gonna overshadow whoever that G, whoever the GMs are. I, like I don't know if that means Stephanie and Shane are gonna be there every week or whatever. But no matter what, they're McMahons. They're gonna overshadow whoever it is. I, we'll get to who we want, who we think the GMs will be soon. But I, like I'm glad that putting put this over as a real draft because I want this as a real draft. You said they're having a. A show, a network thing. So I read today, yes, that the during the draft on SmackDown, there will be some sort of live coverage on the WWE Network. Where I guess they're breaking down the draft. Okay. So they're taking that step, like another piece of entertainment. Okay. Like we're analyzing it. As okay. It yeah, that's what I want. I want this to be a real draft. They have this network. Do do all that extra bonus stuff. You throw, you have swerved and all the other stuff. You have your network. Do stuff like this. Like I want this to be a draft. I want the ticker on the bottom of the screen. I want backstage interviews. I want like breaking news, like cool. like NXT, like people tweeting out. I'm com- I'm I'm. I'm declaring for the draft and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Or like older superstars coming in saying, I'm here. It's stuff like that. I want like, I want Mauro Ronaldo to be the Mel Kuyper <laughs> of this draft. I want, cool. I want him shaking his head and everything, just like Mel Kuyper does. <laughs> that's how I want, that's how I want to draft. I want like when they get drafted, yeah. I want interviews for, with back, backstage with Regan and JoJo and like stuff like that. And I'm, they're putting this over. We know nothing yet, but they're putting over that. Tag seems to be broken up. The ones that Vince wants broken up, basically. Yeah, basically. yeah but they, they talked about it all the whole episode. Yeah, yeah. to, to a nauseam. Yeah, and they also made this feel like a real draft because they kept talking about how John Cena, should he be the number one pick? 
because he had his hand in all the other things now. And almost he, everybody who was in the ring, JBL kept saying, oh, he, he could be a top 10 pick. Maybe a top 10 <laughs> pick model. There's only 10 top 10 picks. Well, since we're on G- <laughs> this is a top 10 pick model. Since we're on JBL, can we talk about JBL uh, being a little racist in the beginning of the show at the Battle Royal? What did he say? I don't he was in there. Um, it was, um, what's his face? Apollo Crews was wrestling. He called him. He's like, oh, Titus O'Neil in there. <laughs> did he really? Yeah, a couple, I couple, didn't notice that. A couple months later, he's like, oh, I met, I, I, I said, Titus Emil, I met, 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 met Apollo Cruz. Did you hear? Did you hear Cole called Devon Devon? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but like, I want this to be like, like they were talking about Cena. They yeah, were talking but about I how, completely missed that. Yeah, they were talking about. How, maybe I was a little bit yeah, racist yeah, too. Yeah, you know, you're like, yeah, it is Titus. <laughs> yeah, but they, they were talking. <laughs> they were talking about Cena. Should he be the number one pick because he has his hand in other things? He may not always be there, yeah. which is true because you want longevity out of these guys. So I like that. Like that, and I like the fact that the trainers like a real draft because that's how I want it. Even if you want to do trades, like, yeah, even, like the yeah. second, like, the, like I can only assume we got, they're going to have what 10 15 picks on TV, yeah, and then probably have the rest on the network, which you should do and still have those interviews and backstage analysis and like, like so called like breakout people you think of breakout. Mm-hmm. Like, like, I want oh, I cool. want direct input like a real NFL yeah, like draft. Corey Graves could have like a, a board like yeah. the best available yeah. remaining. Yeah. And another thing is where where's Roman going? Oh damn. Where's he getting drafted? Cause he's not gonna be on the show. Wow. <coughs> I don't know, threw a monkey wrench into things. Yeah. So, him, <laughs> him and Eric Trabicki start yeah. their own show. <laughs> Because last month he's number one. They're starting the Westchester Wrestling Championship. <laughs> yeah, they, they start their own thing. The WCWC. <laughs> you just go to TNA. <laughs> so you brought up something a minute ago that reminded me of part of my original point. Is with WWE lacking creativity, like forward thinking. The draft, I wanted it to be like an event. Like this is something we're doing. This is going to be a big event. Not just like, okay, well, it's a thing we're doing, and it's just a thing that's going to happen, which is what it feels like now. It's, if SmackDown's going to be a show that's different, how different is it going to be if John Cena is the biggest star on it? Because to me, that's what you've been getting for the last 10 years already. If it's the McMahons competing against each other, that's not different. I wanted this to be, so they keep billing it as it's going to change the face of WWE forever. If it's just if the whole thing is just well we have two shows now instead of one yeah they've done that before that's nothing the only difference is one's it's live now it's yeah I want I want this to end up being an event that really changes something not just oh we have two instead of one it's only because you're the only company and you have most of the t- most of the talent <laughs> on their they have a lot of talent right now yeah so we actually had a question because I, I'm pretty disappointed with the creative direction of WWE in a lot of ways. You're just now disappointed? I've been disappointed. <laughs> but I, I try to always stick to what I find fun so I can just enjoy talking about it. Uh, but the question is from the playboy Ronald Lloyd. <laughs> Ronald he says, Ronald. what should I be excited about? It? What should I be excited about? Help. Signed a long-lost fan. He is not excited about anything going on in WWE. He says the pay-per-views have been good, but Raw has been terrible. The mid-card titles have been handled terribly. So can you give him anything to be excited about? Yeah, I can give him something right off the top of my head. The return of the game, Triple H. <laughs> oh, oh, damn. I don't, I don't think he's going to be entertained by that. <laughs> he won't, but what do you got? What, what should he be excited he about? He should be excited about the, having that second title hold. He should be exec, excited about having two quality storylines. Story uh, I think you're going to see a lot of wrestlers that you know maybe 
wouldn't have a chance for that title, have the ability to rise up and step up their game. I think you could be excited about that. Well, on a serious answer, he should still be excited about Triple H, by yeah. the way, because he's excellent. But um, <laughs> he should be excited about possibly seeing new star, new stars, because uh, like with this brand split, you're going to see a lot of they're going to have to dig a little deep to get a lot of these guys on the card. So you're going to see a lot of people that you never usually see or didn't care for put in a prime position. Like last night, my, like last night, shot Tyler Brief again a win and and time. And actually had a real match. Got a full entrance. Luch Dragon got a full entrance. And he had a, 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 a good match. My brother texted me saying, Tyler Breeze is awesome. I'm like, yeah. I know Tyler Breeze is awesome. <laughs> they've known that. They don't yeah, book him they, properly. Yeah, they've been booking him properly. So things like that will happen. That was a great supermodel kick, too. Yeah, even, yeah. yeah. And when he was hanging in the, mm-hmm. in the, rink, in the corner, that was awesome. So yeah. that's what you look forward Tucked to. His head and, yeah. That's what you look forward to. New stars and people that, that would steal your heart. What I'm really looking forward to, too, again, maybe this will help his point, is I'm looking forward to how they're going to introduce that other title. Is it going to be a tournament style? Is it going to just be a match? Or are they going to just hand it to someone? How are they going to introduce that? Yeah. I, I think my thing would be what should he be excited for? I think he should be excited for the Cruiserweight Classic because knowing who the real Playboy Ronald Lloyd is, that is his style of wrestling. I think he would enjoy every one of those matches that takes place. If we're just talking about what's going on on the main shows, I just think the brand split will create more opportunities for more guys that haven't had one. And some of the guys that you like that have been buried are going to get dug up, so yeah, to speak, they in climb a couple out, weeks. climb out so. of that ditch. So that, that's the best I can do because there's not a whole lot going on. I think there's being very well executed. But there are things to be excited about. I find stuff to enjoy every Could be week, by, so. excited about by a Sasha Banks title run. Yeah, that is something to be excited about. Huh? Good job. Yeah. I should have had that answer, but I'll get I'm dead. tip of the cap to I you saved it for you. For coming up with that. You're, so, not, wearing, you're not wearing a cap. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe just tip your head. Your, your, your. Tip of the headphone. There you go. <laughs> the, the show closed, by the way, on Stephanie McMahon blowing a kiss from the ramp down to the <laughs> ring. Is there any chance that CM Punk is her GM? <laughs> I mean, no, but no. that was the first thing I thought of when she she blew the kiss. She that was awesome. Yeah. You see when she fell? I did. Oh, no. She played it off great, too. How about that slap? She yeah. slapped Shane. Shane didn't even flinch. Yeah, she said there's, what did he say? Uh, you know the game. You know, you'll be looking up at me. Just like it's always been. Oh, there's only she one game and, and I'm married to him. There's only one game and I'm married to him. And then yeah, she almost <laughs> fell when she got down the steps. He's took a lot of those in his day. Yeah, I'm sure he has. <laughs> <laughs> so, very quickly, NXT. Bailey well, is back. One more thing. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Who do you think the GMs are going to be? Oh, I was going to get to that when we did the, the mock trade. We oh, we can right go back to NXT. Dive into it. Yeah. Dive into it then. Bailey beat Alexa Bliss. Gives a promo. Nia Jax comes out. They're going to have another match. I assume this is going to be the match Bailey wins to earn her title shot at TakeOver. Yep, it's, a, it's, it's, a, it's official. Oscar and Bailey's official for Brooklyn. Okay, so we know that already. Good match. Blake and Murphy yeah, were back. Really, it was a really good match. I was impressed by Bliss's uh, in-ring work. Oh, yeah. She, she's gotten so good. Mm-hmm. I hope that she gets. I hope she stays in NXT and she gets a chance to really shine down there. And then maybe make a title run. When... Yeah, I think that would be great. Uh, that's actually another question we had from Crystal in Gainesville, Florida. Crystal! Basically, Crystal. the question was, she's a big, big Carmella fan. <laughs> Do we think that... So during the Alexa Bliss-Carmella match two weeks ago, I believe Corey Graves kept making mention that 
Carmela might need to take a page from Alexa Bliss's book and start caring about nothing but herself. Do you think at some point they may have Carmela turn on Bailey to finally earn her way into the title picture? I don't think so because they have what two women baby faces in NXT. I don't know, but part of her point was they love to tell the story of all of Bailey's friends turning on her. Yeah. <laughs> they do tell that story a lot. I, I, I don't but I I'm not sure Carmelo or Bailey will yeah. be around in NXT throughout the call. Yeah, I don't think that happened either. Just because I think they want to keep Carmella babyface. I, I think there's better ways to get around that to make her a little, a little more edgy without having her turn on Bailey. Because like they, you said Bailey's about to get demoted, so yeah, because yeah. they need women on the WWE roster. So if Alexa Bliss is going to stay in NXT, then Carmella may come up because she could easily be put with Enzo and Cass if they're still a thing. Yeah, being that we have no idea what's happening with the brand split and the rosters, I'll just answer with the assumption that both of them will be around after the draft. I do think it makes sense to have Carmella turn on Bailey just because, one, it happens all the time. Two, if nothing else, it gives you a chance to see Carmella work a different character. Because she's built the one now to someone who was booed you know, a year and a half ago. She was the one person out of that group that they didn't like to now she gets universally cheered. And it would be good to see her be a heel instead of just the girl in the group that nobody likes. So I think it would be interesting if they did it, but it all kind of depends on who's still there, you know, in yeah, a week. Where they which, go with all this. Yeah, we don't know yet. But Crystal, thank you for the question. Hopefully we answered it. To I, don't. Liking. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> yeah, how does chick in the ring? Maybe she needs to be a heel at some point before she gets called up. Um, Blake and Murphy came back. Yeah, why? Why? Rhino came out and cleaned house. Thank yeah, you. thank you. They asked Rhino on his way out of the building, "Why did you come back?" And he didn't answer. My thought was maybe he came back just because Blake and Murphy don't belong in NXT <laughs> anymore. I don't know. He was, yeah, he was. That was of, his sole purpose. No, was, I don't want to see this you anymore. You guys can't get back together. I'm <laughs> gonna stop it right there. I'm gonna stop it dead in his tracks. Thank you for that. Yeah, I mean, what did you guys think? Big match, American Alpha and the Revival, best two out of three falls great match. Great match. Did it live up to your expectations? Oh, yeah, it lived up to my expectations. I thought it was a great match. It didn't end the way I thought it would end, but uh, it was a great match otherwise. I can't I can't complain. How did you think it would end? I thought American Alpha was going to walk away with the titles. Um, maybe after the first pinfall, my mind started changing a little bit, but I still thought American Alpha was going to win. But how I about thought, you? I thought it was a good match. They always have good, they always have good matches. I, I love when the first fall with Gable when um, Jordan had the ankle lock in and then Gable slid yeah. out the ring and, and grabbed mm-hmm. dual Dawson ankle and put him in the double, dual ankle locks. That was great. Even the sequence when they um they went for the Grand Amplitude and then they countered it and went to, they tried to go for the Shadow Machine and they countered that too. But and My favorite spot in the whole match. Yeah. I kinda, in the corner. I kind of laughed because somebody pointed this out to me. The Shadow Machine on the side of on the ring apron yeah. yeah. That did nothing to hurt Gable anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because because he because he just falls into dumb dash. Yeah. So it's a good point. <laughs> it still it still looked uh, pretty. Uh, if anything, it, it put more strain on the what? team actually implementing yeah. the, than the team taking. Yeah. <laughs> I guess it was just to get an instant reaction from the crowd who probably hadn't thought it that far through yet. But no, then nitpick it a little bit. If any group of fans would think that deep into it in an instant, it would probably be that. Super smart. It was a nice spot, though. I'll give you that. It That's real hard to do. I like that whole like final five-minute sequence yeah. of that match. I thought it was a really good match. Lived up to my expectations. The crowd felt kind of alive this uh, this NXT show as yeah. well. We, we had talked definitely. about how it felt a little flat lately. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought it was definitely a good crowd this week. Definitely a live crowd. I thought it helped the matches out. I thought that was a great match. 
And next week we have Finn and, well, this week, actually being, was already filmed tonight. I have no idea what happens. I assume you do or no? Yeah, I do know. Okay, well, I don't. I don't, but I do. <laughs> I mean, I kind of know what's going to happen, but we'll be here to talk about that next week. It's oh, a big we'll match. That'd be great. One of the biggest matches in NXT history. I'm assuming we'll cover some of the Cruiserweight Classic as well. Yeah, we will. We'll talk More about wrestling. It. I know. A lot of wrestling going forward. This is the la- I believe this is the last week we're not talking about a, a taped SmackDown, right? Yep. Yep. R.I.P. Yeah, bye, goodbye, tape SmackDown. Bye, spoilers. <laughs> yeah, those days are over. Mm-hmm. Now we got to rely on the dirt sheets even more. you got to really watch the shows. <laughs> yeah, before we move on, do you have any Do we have any questions tonight? None, not on my end. None from you? None from I you? Got, I got nothing this week either. All right, the last question I had kind of was, was from someone who was referring to himself as the suspension. Referring to himself as the suspension. Yes, the question asker referred to himself only as the suspension. <laughs> the suspension asks, who do you see being the first draft pick for both Raw and SmackDown? Which leads us into our next segment. We're going to do a fantasy mock draft, whatever you want to call it. Alo, you got what, SmackDown? Yeah, well, first of all, I want you to refer to me during this draft as Mr. Tuesday Night. <laughs> So, Mr. Tuesday Night, Alo, Aaron Lloyd... Will We're going to make SmackDown great again! <laughs> you will be the GM for SmackDown. Wow. C-Kane Joe, Mr. Sexy Punakana, 2012 till forever. You will be the GM for I'm, Raw. I'm on that. Joey Rods. Joey the, Rods. the one rule we'll have, I guess we'll do 30 <laughs> seconds per pick. And each player must take three members of the NXT current roster. So, you're Mel Kuyper. I guess. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so is this going to answer the question of who we would take first in each each show? This will answer the suspensions question. Wow. Because I assume whoever you pick is who you would actually pick first. True. For True. each show. Ooh. Now who gets first pick? Is it a coin we, flip? Or we is don't it, know who gets it? first pick either. <laughs> yeah, we don't know. Yeah, nobody has any idea. We'll get, well, I guess this we'll is going to be about me and you. <laughs> I guess we'll give SmackDown first pick as if this is like an expansion draft. Okay. But do you have anybody in mind who will be a GM for each show? Well, did you see what leaked yesterday about from WWE.com about the Yes Movement coming to SmackDown? I did, and then they took it down. They took it down. So <laughs> More than my diaper? <laughs> so I would think... Almost as much. So even with Shane catering to the fans, I wouldn't be shocked if it's Daniel Bryan. Yeah. Raw, I'm not sure. Because I would say Triple H, <clears throat> but I can't see Triple H being below Stephanie. And he is so-called the COO of the company. So I have no idea who Stephanie would pick. But if I had to pick, I would take Triple, Triple H. But I don't think, I, I'm not 100% positive with that. How about you? Any it's kind of where I was. I was going to go Triple H and Daniel Bryan. I had the same answer. So <laughs> maybe that's what they're going to do. Kind of anticlimactic. Or maybe that tells you that none of those, neither of those yeah, two. they're not be. options. You know who's going to be? Who? It's me, Austin! <laughs> it was me. Oh. <laughs> All right, so Alo. First pick of the draft. What? Say it right. Oh, Mr. Tuesday Night. Halo. <laughs> first pick. Okay. Well, in the SmackDown Live brand extension draft. Who is it going? Who are you building the franchise around? Woo! Okay, so on Mr. Tuesday Night Halo SmackDown, we have to start from the bottom. No one's gonna watch it. <laughs> we have we have to rebuild, reclaim, redesign. Oh, I said we're going. We're going. We're going to. Architect the perfect show with Seth Rollins. Wow. Number Woo. One pick. Great pick. Woo. 
Can't argue with nah, that pick. Wow. Nah. <laughs> you not, not feeling it? I don't know. It's kind of kind of weird. So, Mr. Sexy, well, first I, pick for Raw, the I'm, flagship program. This flagship program. The juggernaut. I want to make this. I want to make this program phenomenal. I want to make this <laughs> P number one. So I'm going with some style, some AJ Styles. Man, wow. you got You just ripped off like eight AJ Styles puns just in that pick. <laughs> wow. Impressed by that. So now number two pick. For SmackDown. All right, well, Alo SmackDown, we we always need a top guy. We need a 15-time world champion <laughs> to get buried to build up my new stars. <laughs> so I'm taking John Cena himself. You're taking the Whoa. shovel? Yes, I am. Wow, the shovel. shovel. To be to be, to to be be put in the grave. The shovel wow. working Tuesday nights. Yes, he wow. is. Wow. All right. Well, I'm going to go a little off... Off book here. Okay. I'm going to fulfill some of my NXT quota, <laughs> plus book my main event, okay. my title match. I'm going with Finn Balor. All right. Ah, wow, the future. Woo. Wow, the number four overall pick. Yeah. All right, Mister Tuesday you Night. Got some age and some youth on your roster. That's how you got to go. Wow. Experience. Mr. Nice balance. Yeah. Okay. Well. <sighs> this is. Good pick, Joey. Thank you. <laughs> you're, 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 going, you're going for that indie show, aren't you? We, we got into that fantasy football where you're complimenting the other guy's pick. Yeah, we, we're trying to, to stall time. <laughs> we're trying to stall time. That's what happens. Okay, so. Alo SmackDown proudly presents the pick of Brock. <laughs> so you'll get you'll get a show a month out of him. So I, mean, that's, that's I got a draw. You do got a draw. When he's on yeah. that show, you'll yeah. do some big ratings. Yeah. All right, three pick for Raw, the Juggernaut. I'm gonna go with the fat slob, <laughs> Kevin Owens. Man, this is the IWC. Steal, this is the show the, the IWC is gonna wow. gonna go nuts for. Vince Russo ain't watching your show. <laughs> no, Vince Russo. Will <laughs> I'll take that. I'll take that as a compliment. <laughs> All right. We're number four now, right? Yes. Okay. Well, after he's done popping his Flintstone chewables, <laughs> he is welcome to Alo SmackDown, Roman Reigns. Ooh. <laughs> wow. Wow. This is becoming really commercial. Maybe the, 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 maybe the four biggest draws in, in the business right now. Yeah. Smackdown all right. All about making number money. four pick for Raw. I'm again. I'm. I'm. I'm going. Someone I think would fit well. Maybe fighting um, Kevin Owens, put on some good matches, and fulfill another pick of my boy. <laughs> going Shinsuke. Wow, Nakamura. So you're using all your NXT call-ups now. <laughs> I'm going with the big ones. I'm going with the ones I want. Called up. That's fine. These are two that is well, I'm actually kind of getting my wish in that these are two very different-looking shows very already. Different. Yeah. <laughs> Hmm. How about that? It's sad that it's slim pickings already. <laughs> Something about this roster. I, I think you'd be a steal right now if you go with Darren Young. Well, yeah. No. <laughs> no. We're not, some big names we're, not going to, we're not going to do that. No names. We're not going to do that at all. What, no we're, going, what we're going to do is... What, what we're going to do is... We're going to get legit and select <laughs> Sasha Banks. Ooh. Wow. First woman off the board. Very progressive, Mr. Tuesday Night. 
I'm going to go with one of my favorite heels right now, and probably one of my favorite heels of all time, Y2J. Wow. Ooh. Him and AJ can continue their feud for the a while The gift of Jericho longer. has drink, nothing drink on the it. gift of Balo. <laughs> Listen in, man. <laughs> we're at number, we're at number six now. Number yep. six pick we're going to six. for SmackDown. Okay. So, I can't believe that. Joey, you must be crazy. You might be kind a bit of, of a lunatic. <laughs> well, well, I'm picking this guy, so yeah, I'm picking Dean Ambrose. Surprised he, he dropped slipped. down a little bit. He yeah, he slipped. in the draft this hey, year. Hey, somebody's left in the green room every year during <laughs> yeah. the draft. He's so. Aaron Rodgers. He's, he's, <laughs> he's waiting by his phone, waiting that's for that call. Right. He did very poorly on the Wonderlick test. You're at a 4 All right, next pick for Mr. Sexy Punakana, indefinitely. Indefinitely, forever yeah. and ever. <laughs> Huh, where are we going here? Never to be unseated. Uh, see, I know you're not a fan of this guy's work, but again, I, I want some I want some experience on my roster, so I'm going Randy Orton. Okay, take that boar. RKO. <laughs> People will turn the channel when he's on television. <laughs> we'll see. Okay. With the number seven pick, Mr. Tuesday Night, ALO <laughs> SmackDown, will decide to pick, let's see, hmm. Well, we need something. No, I'm not going to go that way. I'm going to make this guy great again. He will no longer be named Job Ziggler. Dolph Ziggler is coming to Halo SmackDown. Well, hopefully you can book him to do something more than try really Oh, I hard. will. All right, seven pick for the juggernaut. Let's try Monday keep, Night Raw. Let's try and keep the uh, the balance here, and I'm going to go with uh, someone I, I think is going to be a big star on the rise. And um, let's see what we can do. Down the road too. Uh, I'm gonna go big Cass. All right, he's seven foot tall, and you can't you can't teach, teach that. that. All right, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna just do this pick with Flair, Big Charlotte, <laughs> building up the women's division. That's right. That was another one of my hopes that one show has all the women. <laughs> so that's a feud that could go down in history. The legit boss and uh, yes, and it Charlotte. is Charlotte. Well, I want to keep my tag team division together, so I'm gonna go Enzo. All keep right. those keep those guys rolling. You go, you go into them all, right? Okay, fine. Okay, that's Keeps fine. Keeps the realest guys in the room. How are you doing? <laughs> How are you? Do How you doing? <laughs> all right. With my next pick. All right. Hmm. This roster is so sad. So much talent. <laughs> they do nothing. All right. So. I'm going to go to. I'm a, well, let me see. I'm going to go with the NXT champion, Samoa Joe. All right. Ooh. I like that. I was hoping he'd, slip, he'd fall a little bit. That being said, where am I going to go here? Uh, so many options. But I'm going to go with someone who I think, and we've seen it on NXT, hasn't had a lot of a lot of push in, in WWE. And I think with the watered-down rosters being split, we could see a lot of work out of this guy. I'm going to go Neville. Oh, that was my Man. next pick, Joey. <laughs> a lot of high-flying matches on Raw going yeah. forward. That was my next pick. Sorry, bro. The man that gravity yeah. forgot. His inertia kept him on Monday Night Raw. <laughs> you need a receiver. We're allowed three mm -hmm. NXT call-ups, correct? Yeah, three. Yeah. That's that's the minimum required. Hmm. Oh, you could do more. Or you, you can. I don't know. We could, How about we just say you have to do three? Okay, that's yeah. fair. So Joey used all his already. <laughs> He's got one left. I, got, I did two. I did two? Okay, <laughs> yeah. I, did, I, did, I, did, I thought he did three. Okay. 
We're f what is it, number eight? Stop trying one? to think. Yeah. You're on ten. Or nine? You're in ten. Ten? Already? Ten? Yeah. I did nine, so you get first pick, you'd be on ten. Okay. So the next pick for Alo SmackDown will be Big E. Big, Big e, e, Mr. Tuesday Night. Ooh. One of his cousins. <laughs> I would like that. Yeah. I'm gonna go the suspension. <laughs> I'm gonna go with the Swiss Superman. Oh wow. Cesaro. Ended up being a top ten pick, just like JBL said. <laughs> He's a top ten pick. I kept it there. I'm not giving him. I'm not going to give him back his Jamaican accent, but Kofi <laughs> Kingston. Kofi, are oh, you keeping? You're getting a new day together. New day. All right, Kofi, well, just outside the top ten, but I'll still try, in the lottery. I'll try and keep my tag team, my tag division together too. I'm going to go Carl Anderson. Carl Anderson. All right, so we got two-thirds of the club making their way. I can't believe this guy slipped this far. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to resurrect this man. <laughs> Bray Wyatt. All right. I was I thinking about him. I was definitely debating him. So All right. Again, hopefully hopefully gonna, Mr. Tuesday Night can find more to do with Bray Wyatt than, uh, than, than they have so far. Yeah. He's beaten Cena first match. <laughs> I like I like the work they're doing right now, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep the whole club together. All right, Gallows. And we have someone to feud, feud with a uh, big cast and Enzo. Yeah, I was gonna say another big guy to go up against big cast. All right. Are you ready, willing, and gable for Chad? <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> I always I'm always ready, willing, and gable. Ugh. Yeah, we're getting a little crazy here now. <laughs> Need a little more. Uh... I'm going to do this just to spite you. Triple no. H. Uh -oh. You can't pick him. He's, wow, on, he's, on, he's on my list. And The Rock's on the list. No, I forgot to pick The Rock. He's on my list. So, you so can't I... pick Triple H. All right, I'll disqualify that. Can I disqualify that? <laughs> I guess. I wasn't even really thinking about it. I just that. went with the list. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go um someone who I think is a great wrestler, and I'm gonna go uh, Alberto Del Rio. Wait, who? Alberto. Oh, Alberto! I didn't realize you were doing an accent there. I was like, wait, there's somebody else doing a wrestler. I, I went to the Jeff uh, the Matt Hardy School of Accents. <laughs> <laughs> I was on the Dean's list at the Matt Hardy School. Of He's hey, that didn't sound like your normal voice. Straight A's. Well, I'm well, I'm going. <laughs> With Jason Jordan. Keep that. Yeah, you got to keep Alpha together. I was hoping you'd keep them together. I kind of want, want to see them stay together, too. That's what I thought you were doing when you said you were going to spite him. That's what you're thinking Jason Jordan. I, I could have, but, I mean, I, I thought it would be better if they stayed together. Maybe maybe I'm, I'm being a little too nice. No, I think that's, that's exactly what should happen. I'm going to go Tyler Breeze. Damn you! <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to stick with that young theme. All right, I like it. All right, next up for Mr. Tuesday Night. I'm so mad at you, Joey. I feel like you're, you're going to start having a real tough time. From here. I don't feel like there's a lot of guys left you really like. There is, because I can hurt Joey just as much as this one. <laughs> I'm taking Paige. Oh! oh no. <laughs> My girl. We'll, we'll trade later, you know. We'll talk trade. Wow. That was back-to-back -back jabs right there. Some real jab stone. <laughs> I don't like this three NXT rule. No? <laughs> no? 
How many do you have? You have the one? I have three. Yeah. I got Joe and You have all three Alpha. already? Oh, that's right. Yeah, he got. You have American all three Alpha. already? You, f- you fading them up? Yeah, he got American Alpha, so we got both of those mm-hmm. guys. Yeah, we're starting to thin out a little here. I, I, I got options. I guess I'll go. Go go, Buddy Murphy. <laughs> Buddy Murphy. <huh? laughs> I'll, I'll go. Uh, Gotch, Simon Gotch. Oh man! Oh my God! This guy slipped this whole time. Who do we got? It, the underdog from the underground, <laughs> Sami Zayn. Yeah, I thought somebody was gonna pick him. Like I completely 10 forgot. Ago. I, I completely forgot about him. And KO and Sammy ended up split up, just like we've been saying all this time. Again, building up my tag team division, I'll just go Aiden Gotch. I got three all solid right. tag teams right now. Aiden English. Aiden, oh, I said Aiden Gotch. What the hell? Well, I thought you were saying Aiden and Gotch. Yeah, I kind of was, but <laughs> let's go with that. All right, who's next for Mr. Tuesday Night? Luke Harper. All right, the two key members of the... Wyatt family There's sticking some together. down here in the draft folks. <laughs> Getting sleepy in the draft here. <laughs> um, let's go, Dolph. I have Dolph. Oh, you yeah, do. You Already picked. Already. Picked. Fine. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe you wrote, you wrote it down. Ago. Maybe you wrote it down. I'd know. <laughs> or five rounds ago, maybe. So wait, wait, wait. Nah, I can't do that, can I? Jobs No, I was talking about something else. Would you shut your mouth? <laughs> I'll take Rusev. Roro. Rusev crush. All right. Thank you. All right. I'm taking Emma. Another good pick. Kind of have no women's division on my side. That's exactly how I wanted it. I wanted the women to be exclusive to one show. Pat, you getting are you getting a show you like better right now? Looking at the two, and not that you have to reveal that yet, but no. But I do like the way both rosters look. Two totally different shows. Mm-hmm. That's that's kind of what the madness wanted. <laughs> You'd almost think I told these guys what to do beforehand. The, the one is the uh, the indie show, kind of the the, uh, the high flyers. And the yeah. Movie, the Do we still got a Apollo available? He is available. Let's go, Apollo Cruz. That was my next pick. I'm in your head today. <laughs> that was my next pick. That's a sleeper down there. What's A-Lo Smackdown going to be without a movie star? The Miz! <laughs> the Miz! Wow. The funny thing is you guys both actually like The Miz. Yeah. I'll go, um... Let's go Baron Corbin. He's going to be... He's Dang, gonna be, he's I forgot about him. He's going to be fighting uh, Apollo Crews right off the bat. Yeah. A lot of stories that could be told with these rosters. Now we got to do a writer search on the next show. Well, to build my uh, my women's event, oh, hmm. I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with Nikki Bella. All the right. Bella. Did Cena lobby to you to take her and keep her on the same show? That's the only way he agreed to suck a barium. <laughs> Now, are we allowed to go a little more than uh, three NXT, or are we just sticking to the three? Uh, yeah, stick to the three. Stick to the three. Yeah, Alo yeah. committed to three. He was upset. He wanted more. So, I'm just uh, just clarifying the rules. Let's pick uh, Job Ziggler again, there, Joey. <laughs> All 
I'll pick the uh, big jar of mayo. Who? Seamus. Seamus? <laughs> Alright. What's that? We're up to 20? Yep. He should be at 21. So let's say we'll do 25 picks each. Okay, that's fine. Alright, well, this guy's gonna come around once a year to boost up my ratings. The Undertaker. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go crazy. <laughs> that's not one. That's not my pick. Oh, I thought that's you were taking. Yeah, crazy. You're taking super crazy. Super crazy. Can I do that? <laughs> well, since I got a solid tag division, I'll try and keep keep up with that. I'll go with a uh, either or either or of the Usos, Jimmy or Jay. Never know which one's which. All right, Mister Tuesday Night, back on the clock. Mr. Clicking the Channel. Back in the block. <laughs> Becky Lynch. Keeping the women. It's got three of the four horsewomen. I think it's kind of obvious where I'm going based off my last pick. Mm -hmm. Jay. I got the Usos. I got I got my tag division. Shaping right, so up really nicely. We're up to what? 20? That was the 23. 20, 20 23. 20, yeah, I'm on 23 now. All right, we'll say this then. Each of There's six picks left. However, whoever you want to take from NXT could still be on the board at this point. Whoa! All right. Oh, All right. A curve bump. Oh, man. Hey, we Madness. want some bang lane. Madness throwing curveballs. I'm going to go does. Dash. Ill. You want people to go to sleep during a show? I'm, I'm, I'm building a solid tag division. Where's your tag division at, bro? Where's your women's division? <laughs> well, man, Women's wrestling. Man, man said he got Women's kinda, wrestling. You went with the big names first. Man said he kind of wanted them all in one show, so I didn't want to... I didn't want to... <laughs> all right, we're up to 23. So four picks left in the draft. Joey? Mm-hmm. Oh, is it my go? Yeah, you're, you're, you're up. You're up. Mm, 24. Number 24. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Wake up, Joey. Oh, sorry. I'll go with... I need a good marker. <laughs> Ty Dillinger. Need a good, need a good perfect, perfect 10. Good hand. Perfect 10. His entrance is awesome. Yeah, it is. I like that pick. Go Wilder. Again, building my tag division. You got the women's division, I got the tag division. Yeah, I've, all my dreams have been coming true with this whole thing. <laughs> all right, one pick left for each team. Who's Mr. Tuesday Night taking with his final selection? All right. This is a history-making moment here. <laughs> with the final pick in the draft. Hmm. Slim Pickens. I'm going to go with... Austin Aries. Wow. Nice. That's a nice pick. That's the first thing that made me upset all night. With your apology. <laughs> all right, now I'm happy. Yeah. You'll sign into a contract just to make him apologize. Or Cena's going to get buried there. Aries going to apologize for the rest of the year. <laughs> he opened the show cutting an apology promo every week. <laughs> the apology tour. Uh, 
So Joey's last pick, right? This is Mr. Irrelevant. Right? Yeah, Mr. Yeah, Irrelevant. The final pick of the, of the draft. <laughs> so since it's Mr. Irrelevant, I'll go with some irrelevancy. <laughs> Heath Slater. <laughs> All right, Heathy baby. Heathy baby. Just sneaking in. Oh wow. Give somebody a job. My my thoughts exactly. All right, so Monday Night Raw, the flagship program, drafted by Mr. Sexy Punakana, Joe Rodermill, AJ Styles, Finn Balor, Kevin Owens. Shinsuke Nakamura, Chris Jericho, Randy Orton, Big Cass, Enzo Amore, Neville, Cesaro, Carl Anderson, Gallows, Alberto Del Rio, Tyler Breeze, Simon Gotch, Aiden English, Rusev, Apollo Crews, Baron Corbin, Sheamus, aptly described as the, what did you say, the human jar of man? Big man, jar of man. Big jar of man. Jimmy and Jay Uso, Dash and Dawson, and Heath Slater. So Raw contains... All of the independent, well, most of the independent darlings and the tag team division. SmackDown, as drafted by Mr. Tuesday Night, Alo, Aaron Lloyd. Listen in, man. <laughs> consists of Seth Rollins, John Cena, Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns, Sasha Banks, Dean Ambrose, Dolph Ziggler, Charlotte, Samoa Joe, Big E, Kofi Kingston, Bray Wyatt, Chad Gable, Jordan, Paige, Sami Zayn, Luke Harper, Emma, The Miz, Nikki Bella, Undertaker, Becky, <laughs> Becky Lynch, <laughs> Bailey, Ty Dillinger, and Austin Aries. The most <laughs> notable omission is Xavier Woods. Nobody had any love for for Xavier. I didn't want. To, I thought he was going to pick up a match. I didn't want to split up the uh, new day. Hey, all that's, I will say... That's the gold about it, because you have to do that sometime. You're right. So all the women end up on one show. All of these super big names that never lose matches are all on one show. So I got almost everything I wanted out of this whole thing. So thank you to both of you for participating in the Raw SmackDown Fantasy slash Mock Draft. We'll probably post this on the Facebook page at some point. Maybe some people could give their opinions so, on who they'd like to see go where. So, I mean, just so you know, my first two matches to push my show with the title match, title match AJ Styles, Finn Balor, and then I'm going to follow that up with a triple threat match with KO, Nakamura, and Y2J. Just saying. Well, I got the Indy Mark slash India and Pakistan slobber knocker. <laughs> Roman Reigns versus John Cena model. <laughs> He's exactly. Heads will be exploding. They'll be exploding. <laughs> He's got to stay away from the drugs. <laughs> and then I got, I got that, I got that. Always there, Seth Rollins, Dean Ambrose. Too. So who, who are yeah. you booking as your first champion? My first champion. Or you, will Seth Rollins take the belt to Raw? Seth Rollins, take, he'll take the belt. He'll carry it over SmackDown. And Joey, who are you booking as your first champion? Like I said, I have the match set, but I think it's going to be AJ Styles. He's going to be carrying the title with help from the club. So now I love this whole thing even more because those are the two guys I'd like to see hold the two championships first. So again, thank you to Halo. Thank you to CK and Joe for participating in the draft. Thank you to our listeners in the United States, India, Pakistan, the Philippines, wherever you are. <coughs> this is the last time we'll ever be talking about a taped SmackDown on the show. Next week we will actually have draft results to talk about. We'll have the Cruiserweight Classic to talk about. It will be a jam-packed show. So, again, thank you for listening. For Alo, Aaron Lloyd, for Mr. Sexy Joe Rodermill, I am Ron Pashery. Take care. We'll see you next week.